I was young. I did not speak any English. Um, I did not have any skill. And I did not have any money. And all of a sudden, we're not top spots anymore. And then the next day, we're not on the first page. And the second day, we're not on the second page. And then we're not on the fifth, and not on the tenth. And yeah. one story short, it was 76% of our traffic. You go feeling, oh my God, I'm absolutely the best in the world yeah. to, oh my God, I'm a complete fake and, and I have no idea what I'm doing. All that happens within 30 seconds. Yeah. I, I, I'm better off not buying anything than buying something that's subpar. Because yes. then it becomes a problem all yeah. the time. Yes, yes. Right? And then when I actually do something, I do it the same way. I either get it done right or I don't do it at all. I'm Vladimir Gandelman. I am. Uh, I started a company called Company Folders in 2003. Yeah. And 18 years later, it became an overnight success. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by venture mastery a platform bringing you the best talent from the entrepreneurial world the platform which connects successful entrepreneurs to other business owners aiming to achieve success if you've ever wanted to get more leads more customers and more revenue if you ever wondered what successful business owners do differently what strategies do they follow how do they apply and execute? If you ever wondered how other entrepreneurs manage to scale their businesses, then you're in the right place. Our mission is to become one of the best educational resources for entrepreneurs who have tried and failed continuously. Anyone can build a business, but only 1% can master it, grow, scale, and prosper. We help you get into that 1% with proven methods used by seven-figure entrepreneurs from all around the world. We will cover all aspects of running a business successfully from a practical standpoint, covering everything you need to know about money and finance, leadership, sales, marketing, wealth management, mindset, and how to get you motivated day by day. So if you'd like to find out more about our programs, keep up to date with our upcoming online courses and one-to-one -one interviews, please follow us on either Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or other social media platforms of your choice at Venture Mastery or check us out online at www.venturemastery.co Okay, thanks for accepting my invitation. The reason I wanted to interview is I'm working on my new project, this Venture Mastery and you are a good candidate as someone who build successfully a business of his own as an immigrant in the United States. And what I'm curious about is your journey from getting to the U.S., as I understand, with 500 bucks in your pocket. 476. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't need to be that precise. And you Money dollars to... made a lot of difference back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And you managed to build up quite a successful company, the company Forders, which is in the B2B industry. And you managed to grow it from zero to over, I noted down, 10 million printed folders 
over 10 million printed folders. It's much more now than the numbers as of like probably four and, years ago. And over 5,000 customers. Yeah. And what I'm curious about your journey is how did you get to this level from, especially as an immigrant uh, coming from Ukraine or Russia, whatever, to the United States? This is important because many um, young people think that entrepreneurship or success is like something like a line like this. But I think that you had the loops of your own, I suppose. So can you eventually tell shortly about your story? Then we can elaborate on parts which we will find that we can talk about in more details. Of course. Of course. Okay. So, so you're more interested in, it sounds like, the mistakes and, and what I learned from them. Yes, something like that. Yeah. Your, your fa failures because behind... I, I, I probably had more than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway, success is about that. Behind success, there are many failures, and that's what I'm curious about. How did you manage to to overcome these failures or pitfalls or whatever? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, hello. Thank you for having me on your show. Uh, I'm Vladimir Gandelman. I am. Uh, I started a company called Company Folders in 2003, yeah. and 18 years later, it became an overnight success. <laughs> Where, yeah. in reality, uh, there was a lot of um, failures. There was a lot of successes. There was a lot of hard work, easy work, everything, really. Um, yeah. But I, I came to America from Soviet Union yeah. uh, 30, almost 31 years ago. Uh, it was May 15, 1990. Um, I was young. I did not speak any English. Um, I did not have any skill. And I did not have any money. So you had 400 and something like that. We had $476 for the three of us, meaning my parents and myself. Um, and we, we had to figure it out. So yeah. we, we just had all sorts of odd jobs. Um, I remember I had a job where I was making, my first job I was making $3 and I think 25 cents per hour, Yeah, which was not much at all, obviously, um, but it was a job and I was grateful for that. And then gradually, you know, you find a better job and a better job and a better job. And, and then eventually I... Um, I started my own uh, computer company, uh, yeah, computer repair and networking, and that I started in '99 with a friend. Yeah, and in 2002, okay. yeah, in 2002, my friend went to law school. Law school, yeah, and he couldn't spend any more time. With computers so i kind of was led by myself i went on my own um and that was more of a side gig um you know some pocket money like work on the weekend um and 
as I was doing it, probably four or so months after we separated, um, one of my clients asked me to help him find really nice company folders. Oh. And um, I said, of course, but I had no idea what company folders were. <laughs> so I called people, I, I asked questions, I figured it out, um, and I started working on finding good company folders for the guy. And um, to my surprise, there really wasn't much available. Yeah. In a sense of, you know, something that really stands out, variety and, and all those things. Um, and it brought a lot of memories about Soviet Union because in Soviet Union, um, there was no competition because everything was government owned. Yeah. And therefore there was no variety because yeah. government yeah. didn't have to compete with itself, right? Yeah. Um, so if you have silverware, there might be two or three kinds and everywhere you go, people have the same silverware. Uh, I know. Wallpaper, wallpaper, furniture, clothing, everything. You yeah. go to the store, there is a cheese. Yeah. You go to the store, there is a sausage. Yeah. We had white bread and black bread, right? Yeah. And then I came to America, and, and, and there are dozens of cheeses, all sorts of cold cuts. There are breads that it's really hard to tell the difference between them, but there are varieties, right? I'm not even talking about silverware and uh, wallpapers and houses yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and everything else. So by then, I've been living this life of abundance from the variety uh, It was shocking for you. Perspective. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I come across a product that doesn't really have that. Yeah. And I think back about Soviet Union, and of course, I'm thinking to myself, well, somebody got to fix that, right? And as I'm thinking that, I'm like, well, who is that somebody? If I'm the one who recognized it, why would I not be the one fixing the problem? Yeah. And I started working on that. It was, uh, I think, November 2003. And because I didn't know any better, I called the company, Company Folders, because that's how the customer uh, referred to it. Yeah, yeah. Find me Company Folders. So I figured Company Folders is the best name. Yeah. Um, that comp was available. So I did that. And I, and I knew how to program a little bit. So I started, um, uh, I built a website and, and put the products there. Then I started you know, marketing it all myself. And, and then gradually things started to work. And then I started, um, you know, I found somebody to market. I found somebody to make a better website and so yeah. that I can concentrate more on the product and everything else. And, uh, and little by little, it's been growing. Um, and then since um, you want to know big failures. <laughs> so, yeah, but before continuing, I'm, I'm curious, how did you get your very, very first client with company folders? If you very, remember very that. first client was a friend. Was a friend, okay. Was a, so when, when I started doing this, um, when I started doing this, I uh, obviously started talking about it. Okay. And a friend of mine, I have a friend, close friend, he owns a janitorial company. Yeah. And um, he was the first one to come through. 
and I, uh, I did his job. But then from there, people started coming in from the internet. Yeah. And, um, uh, and then it started growing, right? Because somehow we yeah. ended up on the first page of Google. Oh, yeah. And, and that helped quite a bit, as you can imagine. Um, At that time, it was much easier, and you you were processing the best domain name in terms of the phrases. Correct. Searching for. Now it's not that easy, but yeah. And then when it started working, right, and, and I shared a lot in forums and uh, discussion boards at the time. Uh, and when it started working, I actually hired um, a company out of. Uh, maybe Belarusia or Russia to do search engine optimization. Yeah. And as I found out later, they did a lot of unethical uh, <laughs> at things, that time. Look, at least in the eyes of Google, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in year 2012, in March, March 23rd, I think it was. Yeah. We receive a message from Google called unnatural link warning. Yeah. And they say that, uh, so basically your links are not natural. You're kind of gaming the system. And we're not going to, I don't remember exactly what happened, but you got penalized. You got penalized by Google. Yes. I so, worked, I've worked in SEO almost 10 years. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So at the time, we rank for most of our keywords like top spots. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're not top spots anymore. And then the yeah. next day, we're not on the first page. And the second day, we're not on the second page. And then we're not on the fifth and not on the tenth. And yeah. Yeah. long story short, we lost 76% of our traffic. Yes. I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> you know, I have a... I have company i have employees i have family um i and all of a sudden everything is falling apart yeah i had a lot of sleepless nights um you know i i i, I couldn't quite discuss it with my wife oh, because yeah. i didn't want her to worry yeah um, so i always had to be like oh yeah not a big deal and you know we're working through this and through that and but deep down inside, I really had no clue what's going on and how it's going to work out. Um, at the time, my daughter was little, and I used to take her to uh, uh, swimming classes. And after swimming classes, we would go um, to the bookstore, and we would read books. And then we would have sushi, and then I'll take her for a little dessert. So yeah. all of a sudden, I couldn't do that anymore because really no money like nothing oh, yeah. like, like I, I have to put out more than i'm bringing in um it was devastating but i was extremely fortunate i was extremely fortunate that i have an amazing team and we all put our heads together and we figured out a plan and we started working the plan yeah um because at first i didn't want any negative feelings from Google as number one. And number two, we also realized that, you know, relying on Google is not going to get us anywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, because today it's one thing, tomorrow it's going to be something else. Um, so we started, um, we started pursuing um, social media. Yeah. We started a blog. We started a design gallery. Um, I started, you know, posting on, on the blog, talking about different things that our um, audience would be interested in. That got really, really popular. Um, because we shared it on Facebook and Pinterest and Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, so we got good following from there. Um, and little by little, we started rebuilding our clientele. Oh, another thing that really helped us was that people that we worked with prior to that, most of them kept an order in folders from us. Yeah. We established a program where we would call and we would remind them. That's, and, and that's what I, I wanted to ask, that uh, yeah. it was a good strategy that you started to reach out for your customers who might buy once again as a returning customers. Correct. And uh, with folders, it's a little bit more challenging because people don't use them that much, right? So people usually order folders and they might not need to reorder for like a year. Yeah, yeah. But nevertheless, by then we were in business for about nine years. So we had a good build up, right? So yeah. people kept in reordering. So that kept us afloat. And uh, and then we started getting new customers. And, and then we said, you know, forget about Google. Who cares, right? Because we're doing other things. And and somehow, and, and then we started redoing our website. Just it's better for people. It's more user friendly. Yeah, con yeah. Better conversion. And... For whatever reason, Google's at some point started ranking us again. So now we picked I, up that traffic as extra on top of it. I checked your website's traffic with a tool just half an hour ago. And it looks like over 70% of your traffic comes organically. Oh, is that great. correct? <laughs> you know, That's it great. better. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah. And, um, so it, it all started to work. It took about to completely rebuild. And I'm talking about strictly from financial perspective, yeah. right? Uh, where where I, to the point where I, where I gotten, we didn't get all the way up, but to the point where I was able to relax a little bit yeah. and tell myself like, this thing is working, we'll be fine. It took about a year and a half. Yeah. Right. So. It took so this was March 2012. It took until June 2013, yeah, for me to say, yeah, it will it will be fine. But that whole year and whatever, three months, four months, that was a very scary time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very quite scary. exciting these kind of times when you lo lose build something out or build something up. And suddenly you lose everything, or at least you you feel like you are losing everything, and that's what makes a successful entrepreneur to get on his feet in these kind of situations. And that's uh, yeah. that's because uh, there is a saying that if you are an entrepreneur, you are getting punches every day on in your face. <laughs> and you do. And you, you go from, you go feeling, oh my God, I'm absolutely the best in the world yeah, to, yeah. oh my God, I'm a complete fake and, and I have no idea what I'm doing. All that happens within 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
and it happens all the time. Um, I went through similar situations so many times. So, and and I'm still building. I'm building right now a new project. And this yeah. is this is painting. This is not easy. I'm only at the beginning, and I believe that I can make it. I can build it, but it won't happen if I'm not working on it day by day. Uh, despite yeah. that, I'm working on other projects as well. But in order to build up something else, you need to find the time and the energy to work on it. That's right. Yeah. It's all about I, consistency. Yeah. Yeah. It's about consistency. Constant progress. I, I found somewhere a quote which originates from you, as I read. It says, we are not rich enough to buy cheap things. Well, it doesn't originate from me. It originated from my grandfather. Your grandfather. And my mother. And your mother. They've been, they've been telling me this my whole life. Yeah. We're not rich enough to buy cheap things. And basically what that means is if you're doing something or buying something, yeah. you do it right. Yeah. You don't do it cheaply because yeah. when you do it cheaply, you have to keep on replacing things. Yeah. Right. If yeah. you do things not very proper, you keep and have to redo them all the time. Yeah. So yeah. from day one, when I started the company, that's just part of my life, right? Like I would not, I, I, I'm better off not buying anything than buying something that's subpar. Because yes. then it becomes a problem all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and when I actually do something, I do it the same way. I, I either get it done right or I don't do it at all. Yeah. So with the company, it was the same way. Like, it was never, you know, quality is never compromised. Not even a little bit. Because it will come back and bite you in the butt. Um, same thing goes for, you know, buying supplies, buying everything yeah yeah like it's 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 it always has to be high quality because i forgot who said that it was either chanel or Versace yeah. or gucci they said that it's much easier to explain price once than apologize for poor quality for the rest of your life yes that that that's correct from another perspective it's cheap actually means more expensive in the long run mm -hmm. because cheap will broke will break or will that's right will have some some failure very early then you might buy another one cheaply yep. until you will uh, you will be taught the lesson that okay cheap that is will never work in the long run so it can be whatever this microphone or whatever, if it's a cheap one, it will break on day or very early. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Very, very interesting and useful thoughts we exchange now. Um, have a wonderful night or day or whatever it is now at your place and see you soon. Thank you, Phil. Have a wonderful night. Uh, I know it's later for you. And uh, 
Lots of luck, and yeah, let's keep in touch. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Bye. 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 This episode was brought to you by Venture Mastery, one of the leading educational platforms for entrepreneurs aiming to grow and scale their businesses. Thanks for tuning in with me, your host, Phil Amory. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we'll get you updated with our upcoming courses, one-to-one interviews, and latest entrepreneurial success stories from around the world. I'd be honored to hear your thoughts and feedback. So please leave your comments and help us in producing even more engaging and valuable content for our next episodes. Thanks for joining us.